0: I am really glad to meet you all again at naftarayatai.com, ECHELS 2047, Kochi, India. Greetings in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I am Prof. Jacob Abraham. In this short study, we are intending to discuss 5 secrets of a successful Christian life. I believe that it is very important to live a successful Christian living. When I say success, I mean success in the spiritual realm as well as in the physical realm. I do not support a dichotomy between spiritual life and secular life. For a true Christian believer who is born again by faith in Jesus Christ, there is no dichotomy between spiritual life and secular life. Everything is spiritual for him, because he is seated at the right hand side of our Lord. A successful kingdom living is necessary for the increase of his government. We cannot lead a successful Christian life without knowing and believing certain secrets of it. There are some secrets or mystery to the success of earthly kingdoms. The kingdom of God also has certain secrets to its success. We may not be able to list all the secrets of the kingdom of God because the kingdom itself is a mystery. Still, we have some important information about the kingdom of God and a successful kingdom living. Let us discuss them one by one. Let us start with the question, who we are? We are human beings with a lot of abilities and limitations. We can run fast but cannot fly like a bat. We can swim and dive like fishes but cannot live an ordinary life under the water. Our body is suited for cooked food and everything eaten by animals and birds are not healthy for us. We have our abilities, talents, intellectual capacity and many more but at the same time we have a lot of limitations. We cannot do all what our imagination wishes. Spiritually we are totally depraved human beings. This is the spiritual condition of man. Total depravity is the result of the sin committed by Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden. As a result of the fall of man, every part of humans, his mind, will, emotions, and flesh are corrupted by sin. Sin affects all areas of our being, including who we are and what we do. Sin is not our works, but it is our condition. Not what we do, but what we are. We are sinful in condition, and hence we do sins in our life. Whatever we do is sin because we are sinners by nature. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7 verse 17 and 18 that even so every good tree bears good food but a bad tree bears bad food. A good tree cannot bear bad food nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. The tree decides the food. Sin has penetrated into every core of our being So that we are all like an unclean thing And all our righteousness are like filthy rags The Apostle Paul summarizes the total depravity of man in Romans 3 He says that man is controlled by his sin nature He confesses his depraved condition in Romans 7.15 For what I am doing I do not understand For what I will to do that I do not practice, but what I hate, that I do. So in our depraved present condition, Satan is no match for us. He is powerful above our flesh and blood because he has defeated us once. So far, our flesh have not conquered him. Conquering Satan is the key to success. If you do not conquer our enemy, they will conquer us. There can be only one victor, the other is always a victim. No friendship with Satan is possible, no compromise with Satan is possible. He is the enemy of God and his creations. Satan comes not in peace but to steal and to kill and to destroy. Thus we understand that we are totally depraved because of our sin nature. We have a powerful enemy fighting against our successful Christian life. We cannot defeat the enemy with the strength of our flesh and blood. This self-awareness about our human condition is the first secret for a successful Christian life. As I mentioned above, God is a loving, gracious God that He intervened into our life even after we changed the loyalty from, from God to Satan. God loved him so much that he was ready to go an extra mile to give us a second chance. God wanted humans to realize their mistake, repent and confess the mistake before God, to reconcile with him, reject and renounce sin forever and to enter into a new blood covenant with him. Adam and Eve realized their mistakes as soon as they fell from the grace of God because of sin. They realized the changes in their flesh and blood and ran away from the presence of God. God was so loving that he called them from their hiding place and permitted them to stand before him letting them to confess their sin. They confessed that the serpent deceived me and I ate. They confessed their failure to guard the garden and failure to defeat satan. They confessed their act of sin and the effect of it total depravity. They stood helpless before God. God could not leave them there under Satan. He decided to give man a second chance to reconcile into the lordship of God. He arranged a blood sacrifice for their sins, and with the bloodstained skin of the sacrificed animal, he made tunics for them. Adam and Eve covered the nakedness with the blood of the sacrificial animal, and thus they stood righteous before God. But God reminded them that this is not a permanent solution to the problem of sin because sin is a condition and humans have to be redeemed from the slavery of Satan. There in the Garden of Eden, God declared his plan for the redemption of humans and the restoration of the kingdom of God. Genesis 3.15 And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. What God said is that the sacrifice of the animal in the garden of Eden Is only a shadow of a great sacrifice that will be arranged by God God shall provide the sacrificial lamb And that will be the seed of the woman There will be enmity between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent causing a fight between them for power and authority The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent through his self sacrifice the seed of the woman will shed his blood to cover the sins of all human beings the seed of the woman is jesus christ he is the animal provided by god for a perfect sacrifice jesus christ is the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world The purpose of the first arrival of Jesus Christ on this earth is to fulfill the promise of God proclaimed in the Garden of Eden. The promise included a sacrifice for the remission of sin, the defeat of Satan, redemption of humanity from the slavery of Satan, and restoration of the kingdom. The sacrifice on the cross has deeper implications on human life. The promise of God in the garden told that Satan will be defeated, and during the process, the sacrificial lamb of God will be bruised we see in this physical world the sacrificial lamb bruised on the cross and shedding his blood for the atonement of human sins in the spiritual realm another important event took place apostle paul understood the mystery behind the death of the cross and he has explained it for us colossians 2:15 having disarmed principalities and powers he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it or equates the war between Jesus and Satan to the wars between a Roman Empire and her enemies. A Roman triumph is a victory festival conducted after a decisive victory over the foreign enemy. Let us note seven important points of victory from this verse. One, Satan was the king of a foreign nation outside the kingdom of God. Second, Jesus has defeated Satan. Three, Like a Roman soldier who will disarm the defeated enemy, Jesus also has disarmed the enemy. Now Satan has no weapon to fight against us. Jesus has taken away all powers from Satan. So Satan is a powerless being. He has no power over the kingdom of God. For still Satan may roam about seeking an opportunity to devour true Christians. We should not be deceived once again by his pretence. So Jesus has handed him on the cross for all the humans in the world to see and understand that Satan is defeated for all and forever. 5. The war was against a foreign enemy and the victory was so decisive, so, a great triumphal festival is arranged by Jesus on the cross itself. Thus, Jesus sustained the cross to a triumphal festival. 6. Now, Jesus is leading us in this triumphal festival, celebrating the victory over Satan. 7. Participation in this triumphal festival is affecting the victory in our life. This is what Jesus has done for us on the cross. The victory over Satan is achieved by Jesus in addition to the sacrifice atoning our sins and its after effects. Jesus has reconciled us to God by his blood sacrifice and he has defeated Satan forever. The gospel is an invitation to the kingdom of God which is victorious and restored for humans. The only condition to inherit the victory and the kingdom is to repent and believe in the gospel. Now it is possible for us to lead a successful Christian life accepting by faith the atonement and the victory of Jesus on the cross. The faith in this truth is the second secret for a successful Christian life. The next question is how should we live in Christ? The answer is that we should live a victorious life in Christ. We are the triumphant party no longer in fear of the enemy. The enemy captured by the victorious Roman military general was not killed at once. He will be exhibited through the main streets of Rome. Naked, disarmed and chained, he will be kept alive till the victory festival ends. The triumphal festival may last for one day to one week and rarely even beyond that. That means the enemy is defeated, the kingdom of enemy is totally destroyed and the death of the enemy is sure. But there is a period of time for the triumphal celebrations. There is a time gap between the victory and the final destruction of the enemy. During this time for all those who have faith on the victory of Jesus and for those who are really celebrating the victory. The enemy is disarmed and powerless but the presence of the enemy is frightening for those who are only watching without joining it. The enemy may roar like a lion and frighten the weak. Even among the festival crowd where there may be some weak in faith afraid of the enemy. Those who are frightened by the roar of the defeated enemy will run away missing the joy forever. So, it is very important to be in the triumphal celebration of Christ believing in his victory. If you are not aware of the triumph of Christ over the enemy, happened on the cross, you live in ignorance about the defeat of the enemy. If you are not aware about the victory of Christ over all evil principalities and powers, you still live in fear of the enemy. You cannot join the triumphal festival of Christ. You are always hearing the roaring sound of the enemy. You live in fear and fear is the opposite of faith. Now Jesus is leading us in triumph. We are celebrating the victory of Jesus and the defeat of Satan. This is a third secret to a successful Christian life. Our enemy is a real fighter. He fights to the last moment. He knows that he is defeated by a powerful kingdom, he is disarmed and doomed for eternal punishment. He is well aware that there is no way of escape for him. Still he wants to destroy the fragrance of the triumph. So he roars like a lion to fight frighten the celebrating crowd. He roars to tell us that he is still alive. But a good believer in Christ Who knows the above truth That we have already discussed That though the enemy roars He is defeated, disarmed, powerless And destined to death Everybody who has a Faith in the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ knows that the enemy Can do no harm to them So even if the enemy roars like a lion True believers will Focus their eyes on Jesus The author and finisher of our faith Who sat Who has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So do not be afraid of the roar of the enemy. Fear destroys the fragrance of success. Apostle James gives us a good advice to deal with Satan. James 4.7 Therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resistance is tiresome until... Devil leaves you. But James says that resisting is a successful way to defeat Satan. Resistance has a power to chase away Satan. But resistance should be used for the first attempt of Satan to deceive you. If you give a moment to listen to Satan, he will steal a treasure from you. If you give an inch to Satan, he will take a mile from your life. Resistance is a defense mechanism and defense is always tiresome in war. Resistance cannot stop the war forever. Only offense can defeat the enemy. Resistance is not for defeating the enemy. It is for protecting ourselves. So offense is a better strategy in war. It can defeat and destroy the enemy forever. Do not wait for the enemy to come into your territory. Attack and chase away all potential enemies even before he starts planning to attack you. This is offensive mechanism. It saves time, energy, health and wealth. Be always in an offensive mode, attacking the enemy every moment. Jesus was always in an offensive position. Study carefully the temptation scene in the desert Jesus never tried to compromise with the devil He never tried to explain the situation to the devil Jesus never showed any interest in a conversation with the devil He attacked the devil Whenever he approached him, Jesus cast out devils to demonstrate the power and authority of the kingdom of God over Satan. And he has commanded us to do the same thing. So far, we have learned a few things about how to deal with the enemy. Fear destroys the fragrance of success. So do not be afraid of the defeated enemy, even if he roars like a lion. Resistance has the power to chase away Satan. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Still it is better to be offensive, fight against the enemy, even before he plans to attack you. These are the fourth secret of a successful Christian life. In the epistle to Ephesians chapter 6, suppose Paul speaks about the whole armor of God that a believer should wear. We should wear these armors to withstand in the evil days. Paul recommends truths to guard the waist, best plates of righteousness the preparation of the gospel of peace for the feet the shield of faith helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god all the armor is except one are to uh, defense the attacks of the enemy the only weapon to attack the enemy directly is the sword of the spirit which is the word of god the sword is a word of God that we declare against the enemy at a very tough situation. Apostle Paul in Hebrews chapter 4 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God that comes from our mouth is not a series of sound but a sharp sword. God exercised his authority and power to create the whole universe by his word. Jesus spoke the word of God against Satan and the devil left him. Jesus cast out demons, raised the dead and healed many sick people. By his word Apostles performed miracles by speaking With the power and the worship of God Apostles preached the word of God And thousands accepted Jesus Christ As their savior We are born again and became inheritors of the kingdom of God By confessing our faith in Jesus It is word that works Everywhere So speak against the devil Speak to our tough situations Speak to uh, Our weak health and speak to our increasing depths, they will run away. Everything caused by the devil will break down and disappear at our way backed by God. Let me conclude this short study. We have discussed the five secrets to a successful Christian life. A self-awareness is where we start the successful journey. It is an awareness about our depraved condition due to sin. Jesus defeated Satan, disarmed him. And made him powerless. So do not be afraid of the devil. Resist his temptations. And fight against his schemes. Our weapon is the word of God. Every word that comes out from us. With the authority of God. Is a sword that chases away the devil. Believe in the victory of Jesus on the cross. And live a successful Christian life. May God bless you. Amen. Thank you.